I'm ready for lesson one. So we have a year to prepare me. It's your job now to get me ready for my wedding. You have a very successful marriage is what I understand. Um, I was at your wedding. It was very nice. So I'm ready for lesson one in, in wedding preparedness. And my understanding is you've become very prepared today to get me ready. Yeah, I've written a note. Oh, that's good. And, uh, that's a really yeah, good just, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I wrote it. I've been ruminating on it for weeks, mm-hmm. but I actually started writing it down about 20 minutes ago, and I feel really good about it. Okay. Um, because there are several things the show has not had, ever. Uh, a, segments. B, structure. So anyway, I, I, I think I've got a pretty good idea. So what I'm thinking is that this one is sort of our introduction to everything. This is kind of lesson zero. We have to lay the groundwork of what we're working with here. Like, if I'm going to do a good job for you, I need to understand what you already have. We need to assess what's in your wedding toolbox. And then we go from there. So I've written up and have devised a full curriculum that we're going to follow over the next year. Roughly every other curriculum. week. Curriculum? Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great. And and so we've we've taken in a lot of suggestions. Um, but basically what I'm thinking is we're, we're, we've roughly said we're going to record every two weeks. Is that right? There or thereabouts. Right. And so I think what we'll do, based on the structure I've built out, is just every two weeks we're going to just tackle one of the major elements of your wedding. Okay. This is great. Right. This is great. Yeah. You're so prepared now. I love this. Um, there's a surprise guest basically every time. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So who's <laughs> waiting in the green room this week? Well, I mean, you'll find out. Okay. Okay, hopefully we get to them later on in the show. Right. Um, and it, uh, the most important thing is that all of this will be a complete surprise for you. Yep. Right. Right, so I am uh, the keeper of secrets in this, and I'm feeling very good about that. Um, I'm feeling very good that we really upset Casey with this. Yep. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's time. So I what I'm thinking is for this first one, we're going to do two things. And like, we're not going to really deal with all the segments. We're not going to really do deal with the rest because this is day one. This is, this is the very beginning. So I think like we're going to look at suggestions and now I'm going to introduce our main uh, topic. Um, so which way, way around do you want to do that? I think we should do the topic first. You've got to get into the meat. I want the meat, not the potatoes. Right, so you... The, the genesis of this is that you have set a wedding date. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you set that presumably by booking something, some sort of location perhaps? Yes, the location has been booked. Right. So that is what we are going to talk about this week because okay. I think everything else will follow from that. So I need to know, like, just physical parameters, what we're dealing with here, what we're going to have to change, okay. what we're going to have to demolish. Right, um, right, right. Right, right. So give me... A little bit of information about where you're doing this. Okay, so I'm going to give you some some very basic information um, because <laughs> I. <laughs> we'll just find so uh, find a similar one, or just describe it non-specifically, okay. like in terms of location. So it's just you know it's in a place, mm-hmm. and this is what it looks like. It is a room in London. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this, uh huh. Uh It it's is already uh... a bit specific. Yep, I'm I'm really going for it here. 
right. it is it is not a church, but okay. it, it looks like a kind of uh, church like building. There's sta- stained glass windows. It has stained glass windows. It has stained glass windows. I've been okay. informed that if need be, we can swap them out for pictures of you. That was my next question. Good. So that's good to know. We've got that. Uh, yeah. And it has a, an old school feel to it. It's you know, it is a building that looks like it's been through a lot, and instead of kind of papering that up, it has been embraced. Right. So, is it in like good condition? Okay. So it's looked after. Right. <laughs> So, right. like, you know, it is. It's not going to fall down. But it's, uh, as Kyle has suggested in the chat, it's a hipster hall, which I think is probably the best way of putting it. So is it a bit like mine? No. Because nah. you're, you're, the place you had it was a modern building. This is not it was a, a where, modern building. It, ours was literally a warehouse. Yeah, we're not doing the warehouse thing. We did look at a place like that, but we're not doing that. I didn't know if it was the old warehouse with stained glass windows trick. Everyone's favorite location. <laughs> That's the full name. Uh-huh. Warehouse with stained glass windows. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay, so it's in London. Mm-hmm. London. Um, La- London. Um, <laughs> and it's an older sort of fancy building with stained glass windows. Sure. Um, is it animal friendly? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to them but you know there's been a common refrain in a lot of the early suggestions we've uh-huh. received believe it or not i haven't <laughs> asked well you question. would think you would have i know it's kind of it's kind of an oversight at this point for me not i to can't know. believe you already signed everything but we'll just in, you know if need be i can jump in for some renegotiation yeah i feel like we can retrofit the animal clause into the contract Right. So, I mean, there's some core questions. We can dig into the details in a little bit. But, you know, so, like, just on an estimate, like a percentage basis, like, how much of the building are we going to have to demolish to make this what you need it to be? Well, (laughs) I think it depends (laughs) on your later plans. But let's just let's just assume we can take out a good 75 percent of it if we had to. All right. So this ties very much into my next question. Does it have a skylight? I don't think so. I, I don't know if stained glass windows and skylights go together. You know, like I'm not sure if that's the thing that people were thought of. Let's let's, for the sake of argument, say yes, it does have a skylight, a really I mean, big, expansive skylight. What if we installed a ceiling-based stained glass window that covers the whole <laughs> the whole ceiling? Yeah, so and, we just uh, take the roof right off, and right. we just make it stain- a stained glass roof. I'm, I mean. Well, I should add that I'm assuming the budget for this is going to be filled by our sponsors mm-hmm. um, and our very special guests. Yeah, let's let's almost assume that we have an infinite budget. Just you know, right. just just for the sake of argument. Um, and and are you so you're doing? Are you doing a ceremony? Like of some description? No, it's just going to happen Obviously. naturally. What it, <laughs> so what? A wedding <laughs> high five, and uh, at some point rings appear. Some people do it in reverse. Like some people get married um, on uh, New Year's Eve, and they have a party uh, before that starts at like you know nine o'clock at night or eight well, o'clock yeah, at night. Okay, but th- this is a very specific situation that you have highlighted. We're not getting married on New Year's Eve, right? Like, if you're getting married on New Year's Eve, then of course you do it that way. But that's maybe the only time I can think that you would that you would do that. I suppose we should back up. Can I change your wedding date? Yes. 
Right, right. <laughs> this is the, the key thing that I've forgotten to mention in my plans <laughs> is that we're doing it all differently. Right, right, right. So we're right. getting married on New Year's Eve now. Are, are we talking about your? Are we talking about the wedding date? The actual Absolutely wedding date? Absolutely, under no circumstances are we doing that. Uh, all right. Because okay. it's been changed now anyway, so it would have been pointless. It's been changed. We're now getting married on New Year's Eve. Are we doing this New <laughs> Year's Eve 2018 or New Year's Eve 2019? Well, new, you know, new Or 2017. Year's well, you know what I mean, right? Like the 2018 New Year or the 2019 New Year. So are we doing it in five months or like 18 months? I guess that depends well, on how popular the show is, really, yeah, doesn't it? I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, we're ten minutes in, and I'm running out of notes. Um, Excellent. No, this is this is strong. So, really, you know, if the show becomes a breakaway success, we're actually getting married in five years. <laughs> we'll just keep your marriage a secret. Otherwise, Mike's actually week. already married. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason I was asking about the ceremony uh, is I was wondering if people need to be seated. Well, I mean, ideally, I mean, we could have them I mean, sit on the floor. I don't know. What do you, you know, beanbags? I don't know if you're aware, but sitting's actually quite bad for you, Mike. Um, oh, hang on a minute. Let me raise my desk. Right. Here we go. We're going up. Oh, that that's a delightful sound. <laughs> now, I'm worried um, that all this stuff might get just pulled off, but I'm standing now. <laughs> all right, I'm standing. So here we go. Good. To, we're done. The desk has been right. elevated. This is now the second time in the seven months that I've lived in this home that I've elevated my standing desk. And I think the last time was during the last episode of Bonanza, right? It's possible. So yeah. now I can be over here if I have to be. What's that? That's just me standing over there. Just <laughs> in a different area. <laughs> Which is now, I mean, I, now I, I'm I, on my I, feet. I, I mean, I could do that if I wanted to. I would advise against I, I don't it. Think, I, don't th- I don't think my microphone's high quality enough, but if I sort no. of go back over here, you can probably hear a bit of a difference. I can probably hear more of you than you could of me. I'm scooting. Don't scoot. Ugh. Why? I was scooting back. So I rolled away. It was very easy to roll away. question now I'm standing. Yeah. Do I put slippers uh-huh. on or do I leave my slippers off? I don't know. You might get sweaty feet. We're going to be here for a while. Okay, well, so, oh, wait, hang on. Does that mean slippers on or off? I, that didn't answer the question. Yeah, but, well, I mean, what, I mean, I've never had a standing desk. What do people do? Like, because people get those, like, little cushy pad things. You're supposed to, make to have sure a that... mat, yeah, which I don't have, you see. Well, you, is, you have me. The obvious only reason why I don't stand is because I don't have a standing mat. Mm. I feel like I should get, like, a balance board, you know? Really, oh, like, yeah. in, well, enhance one of... the danger. Those things that look like skateboards that just have, like, a, a toilet paper roll under them. Oh, like the one wheel. Yeah, whatever it is, I yeah. don't Yeah, and then I could be, like, scooting what? around the office if I need to be. What's it, what's it called? One wheel. One wheel? Yeah, honestly, it's this terrible, would be a man. really great way for Idina to come down the aisle on a one wheel. Well, we'll get to it later, but... I mean, you're the ideas man, of course, but... Well, I, I mean, I'm the rule creator, and so I, I don't know if you want... I, I think I need to hold off on sharing what the segments of the show are going to be once we're up and running with like our first real show. Wait, is this um, not it? No. When does it start, no, the, then? Well, this is the show, Okay. right? But this isn't the first real episode? We're, we're laying the groundwork. Like, okay. I need to understand the location because, I mean, it's not like I can start giving you instructions about what the aesthetic should be at your wedding if i don't know where you're getting married i can't yeah, tell you, you what know, sort of... you have the ability to change the aesthetic right that is that is your role as world's greatest man you need to make it the world's greatest day well right but like i need to understand where you're coming from which Can we'll get I sit to it down again 
Yeah, I mean, I All suppose right. we need to. We need to. Well, well in fact, more. like, yeah. What? So while we're on the topic of sitting, well, not yeah. I'm, I'm still standing. Do you want? Because now I'm going to have like four hours of trying to readjust my desk to the correct height. <laughs> the four-hour desk height. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, do you want gallery or stadium seating for stadium. your fans? Stadium, stadium, yeah, stadium seating. So we're we're gonna have to do some serious renovations. <laughs> maybe, maybe what we do. I mean, is this building of yours attached to other buildings, or is it freestanding? Well, I mean, you know, emotionally, all buildings are attached to other buildings. So let's just say, yeah. All right. So what I'm thinking though is that if we can sort of scoop it up and oh, put it on okay. a trailer, and then oh, we could yeah. uh, we could just drop it in the middle of like Wembley. No, that is a good and- idea. <laughs> then we can bring your uh, tens of thousands of followers to sit yeah. in the stadium. I, I, mean, I mean, we'll, we'll have the stained glass roof so people will be able to see in. If, like, if we invited all of your Twitter followers, mm-hmm. all of Marco's Twitter followers, mm-hmm. why are we inviting um, Marco's Twitter followers? Is he in the green room? Because, well, just because he has the most uh, oh, like people that immediately spring to mind. Um, mm-hmm. We would be able to fill Wembley Stadium. Okay. Well. Just a thought. Just a thought. <laughs> just, just throwing it out there. I wonder. I wonder if companies and uh, PR agencies will be coming because I get a lot of those. Yeah, uh, so maybe we could invite those. We can bring all those people. You know, it could be like ten people. We could. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could invite some of your sponsors. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll have to. They're going to be paying for the thing, right? Well, yeah. Um. All right. So. Like, I just need to understand the building. No, so we've, got we've re-established the building now. We're, we're doing this in Wembley Arena. Wait, is it Wembley Arena or Wembley Stadium? Uh, I was thinking the stadium. But... Stadium is nicer. Yeah, and it, it fits like 90,000 people. Oh, yeah, okay. So right. this is it then, right? So the venue, the, the wedding venue now, uh, we're looking at Wembley, Wembley Stadium on New Year's it... Eve. Uh-huh. This is really good. I, I can already see how much of a benefit you are to this process. Because yeah, I just so never could have conceived this. I realize that I've been rude in the sense that I haven't asked anything else <laughs> about what you guys were thinking. So, like, typically if you go to, like, some sort of wedding planner or organizer or, yeah. or like, assistant, they'll mm-hmm. sort of say, you know, what, what do you have in mind? And so yeah. I should have asked that up front. So yeah. that we could establish the groundwork for everything, right. and I can I articulate like quite how wrong now, you both are. <laughs> no, no, I mean, we've already changed the date and the venue. So, well, so just setting aside date and venue, right? Well, <laughs> not important. What are you looking for at this wedding? Well, it's it's an emotional time. Yeah. Like, what are you looking for? Like, what what emotionally are you looking to accomplish out of your wedding? Escape. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what I'm going. So. For. So, like, a physical escape or more of, like, a, a drug-slash-alcohol-induced escape? I mean, any like es- Like, escape if you go to see a film or read a book, or escape if, if like, you're uh, Steve McQueen on a bike uh, well, jumping into some barbed wire. I did an escape room recently. You familiar with the escape room phenomenon? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, what, I'm, what I think I'm kind of looking for now is, like, a wedding escape room? Oh, because they're, they're all the rage right now. So, what it could be... Is in the middle of Wembley Stadium. In the middle of Wembley Stadium. On New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Um, 90,000 people. It's just you and Adina locked in some sort of oversized safe in the middle of the uh, Is that field? the venue? That's the venue, right? There's like big locks well, on well, the venue. So, so you, 
Whoever's officiating your wedding, you and Adina, uh-huh. are, are, we're all locked in something. Great. And we have to work out how to escape. Wouldn't it make more sense if, like, the person officiating is on the outside? Right? No, because I think it should be a very intimate ceremony. No, but, like, so we have to escape the room to complete the wedding. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So, like, you would be standing on the outside... And then once we open the door, you can put the rings on our hands. I don't know, because I think it would be nice that if we failed to escape and we all died, at least we'd know Jeez, that you got married why is, why in our hearts. Why is that the, the end state is death? That's, you're really putting the stakes on here. I wasn't expecting. Well, the mo- I mean, the most important thing about a, a wedding at Wembley Stadium on New Year's Eve is to have an element of danger. Oh, okay. and, and, an, and an element of mystery. That's what why we're going to have 90. We just that's why we're gonna have... strip out the venue that we're not talking about in any detail. Uh-huh. right? So that's just uh-huh. gone now. So we don't ever yeah. have to come back to that discussion. Right. Uh, so we're now in Wembley. But what uh-huh. if in the middle, the, the escape room was one of those kind of like Star Wars trash compactor situations? Okay. So the yeah. room gets physically smaller as time elapses. Therefore, adding well, so, the sense of danger that you're looking for. I don't know if you've done any research on Romanian wedding traditions. I've never done research or research. Uh, well, I have. Okay, both. great. Can you, can you please give me some traditions from Romanian weddings? There is one that I'm really hoping you don't discover. <laughs> I think it's probably the only one I have. Okay. Um, which is kidnapping the bride. Oh, God darn it. <laughs> No! <laughs> I was really so, <laughs> hoping you hadn't actually looked. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I wrote several notes for this. I was hoping this was just something and then you were going to be like, oh, and there's a bear. But no, you've done the actual nope. the actual research. Would you like to tell our listeners the, uh, the, the Romanian tradition of kidnapping the bride, what that is, what that's all about? So, uh, apparently... During the wedding, or during the the uh, reception after after the actual ceremony, um, it's tradition for uh, the men at the party, which I think is maybe just people at the party. It's, um, it's men to, typically, right? Yeah, typically um, to forcibly kidnap the bride mm-hmm. and take her away from the party yep. and then it's the responsibility of the groom to negotiate with the kidnappers to find for her, and for her yeah. return right yeah and then she gets brought back and usually mm-hmm. it's in exchange for um alcohol and yeah. other such things you've done a very good job here actually this is i have yeah. this te- this is it this is how it works right so the safe when you think about it might help prevent as Kyle has suggested in the chat room, um, mm. and, and I believe he is correct about this, that typically it is the groom and the godfather who uh, negotiate the ransom together. So they, they, the groom they, and the they negotiate with the kidnappers. Can I be the godfather as well? No, that's completely reserved for Marlon Brando. Uh, well, he, you know he's dead. <laughs> well, then I'm going to be on my own, <laughs> aren't I? Oh, well, because we're at Wembley Stadium, there's quite a lot of technology there. We could probably do like a holographic Marlon yeah. Brando. Yeah, why can't you know, we do you that? Know, you know, maybe what we do... On the day of my daughter's wedding. Well, so maybe... You know those, like, slimy green sort of body suits people wear? The morph suits? Yeah, whatever they're called. Okay. I don't know if they're slimy, though. It seems like they would be, though, right? Mm, only like human slime. 
I don't know. Very aerodynamic. Yeah. Um, Very aerodynamic. Mm, mm. So I, I, how about this? Okay. Rather than officiating, mm-hmm. I will just don a full morph suit. Yep. I'm thinking. I'm thinking an all white one. Mm-hmm. And then using Wembley Stadium technology, mm-hmm. which is very advanced in this in this situation. Yep. We will project various different famous actors and characters onto my body so yep. that they can officiate and be part of the wedding and all of its various components at okay. different times. That's perfect. So for the kidnapping, we have we have the Godfather, <laughs> right? We have Marlon Brando. He <laughs> will assist me in retrieving my stolen bride, which is honestly something that I really don't want to talk about anymore because I... Right. Uh, I am very uncomfortable <laughs> about the fact that this occurs, and I think it shouldn't. It uh, well, yeah. I mean, spoilers, but like in one of the main segments in every episode, there's two main segments. Recur- well, there's there's actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's there's eight recurring segments in each episode, but not and, this one is my understanding. And and one of them is Romanian traditions okay. every time. Great. Right. Well, I mean, so, we've, we've already tackled the one that I really don't want to talk about, so that's good news. <laughs> right? Fair enough. Um, all right, so Marlon Brando is the godfather that helps you retrieve that. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your wife. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> your um, wife. <laughs> uh, such a bad joke. Um... Who who would be ideal for like officiating the ceremony for you? Yeah, that this isn't this is a, this is a big question. I mean, because the Marlon Brando one is easy because you just fit into purpose, right? You know, you're getting the Godfather to be the Godfather, right? right but right. I, like, who is the most official person, right? The queen. The, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, this is why we have you. Right. Yeah. Or uh, Prince Philip. For a little bit of, you never know what's going to happen. Wait, no. is he dead or is he alive? <laughs> he's alive, right? No, he's alive, Matthew. Come on. All right, be so one uh, with your country. So I'll be Prince Philip in a morph suit. He's just in a. We, he's uh, very old now, and he is. Uh, he's not going to be a part of many official duties anymore, except your wedding. So no, we I, could... I would prefer the queen. I would prefer the queen. You want the queen? Yeah, we're going to need or a bigger morph suit. Either the queen. Or, hmm, Prince William? No. Why? He's too young. You need, okay. someone, you need someone with stature. Okay, like, well, we could then get... we have to go for the Queen, then. No, I mean, we could get, like, Judy Dench. She's not official enough. When you put when the Queen is on the table here, right? That when is the Queen is on the table. When the Queen is on the table, <laughs> why would you go to Judy Dench? This is a well-known <laughs> phrase amongst um... British, pe- British people. Um, when the queen is on the table. No, when the queen is on the table. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm, I feel like we're missing someone. Does it have to be a British person? The most official well, person. Well, it doesn't have to be, but I feel like if we're going for official, then, then British really assists with that. Yeah, I'm on the most powerful people in the world list. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm this ho- is going to come up with people that I'm interested in. Or the Pope. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the Pope is just slightly more religious than I'm going for with my ceremony, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Kim Jong-un. Or <laughs> a wild card. Or, or Elon Musk. 
Now that is intriguing. I'm, I'm just going down this li- list of people. You know uh, who would be quite official? Okay. Uh, Federico Vitici. We couldn't get him. No. But we could project his we face onto him. my body. We can't get him. There's no, there's no point. And the release would be just so difficult to get him to sign. It's just never going to happen. I, I really think that we have a better chance with the Queen. How artistic are you wanting to get with this? Because we could get very existential with this. We could do something where uh, the efficient is actually you. So I have mm. the beard, and we could just pull that out the morph suit. It's a morph suit with, with a beard hole. And you have um, the accent. It, yeah, I'll have Even to though, work you on know, it a little bit. Yours is significantly more British than mine for a reason <laughs> that no one will ever fully understand. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and, uh, I don't know, maybe this is something for our surprise guest to get into. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, no, all right, I, think, so- I think with where we are right now, I mean, look, plans can change, okay? The, you know, this is, a, this is a growing process. This is a morphing process as we continue right. through this. this all right. I really think that we're, as where we stand right now, we will have Marlon Brando playing the Godfather as the Godfather, because again, people might piano. not know this, but there are godparents in uh, as another tradition in Romanian weddings that are as a godparents of the marriage. You have a godmother and a godfather, and they are you know, people that are important. And obviously, how much more important could you get than the godfather himself to play the role? Uh, and then we now have the queen officiating the whole ceremony. She's really good at doing that, you know. So I, I think that she she's she... good. Has she officiated a wedding before? Are we I don't know, but she does some... stuff like uh, open in parliament and things like that. You know, so well, we're not actually like going to get the that. queen, right? Like, it's just going to be me in a morph suit. Look, we need to think out outside of the morph suit. <laughs> well, right? I think. Well, I mean, think outside Look, the morph suit. I, I mean, you need to in in you know, you really need to be inhabiting the the characters and the roles. So I'm just assuming that. All right, so you know, I'm going to sort of method act, and so I mean, at what point do I start behaving as the queen? Whenever the mood strikes, you know, <laughs> whenever you feel like you're ready, Matt, I wouldn't want to. Going to put a real strain on my marriage and my business. Well, no, see, this is this is what we can't have. We can't have you putting a strain on your marriage because you're meant to be the vision of perfect wedding marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Hence, why yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. this. Yeah, because so, I'm the world's greatest man. I'm the, the world's my, most versatile man. The world's um, most married man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what that's we're going me. for here. Yeah, that's, 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 what that's, that's what I'm all about. All that's right, so let's, let, let's put the Queen and Marlon Brando back on the table. They've always been on the table. They never left well, the table. Let's get out from under the table. Put them um, back on the table. Well, but it, so leave the table. So we're are we next to the table now, and they're on the table? Or, or I think we were, were we were we were having breakfast at the table, and we are now stepping away from the table to have. Uh, after because breakfast coffee on the table, in the living right? room because yeah, so they're on the table and they are staying on the table. We can't eat breakfast anymore because Marlon Brando's got his foot in the eggs. Right. So that's done now. Okay, so they're on the table <laughs> and we've moved away to another area. We, yeah, we're having okay. espresso in the living room. Do we need to think about any more roles? Or are we no, well, so I, I, I want to get back to the escape room ah, because yes. we, we haven't finalized how... Marlon Brando slash the Queen are going to engage with the uh, the wedding escape room, the ceremonial wedding escape room. Well, I mean, I can't know too much about the escape room because you'll give me the keys that I need to escape the room, right? Like, you yeah, can't give me all the clues. Just, you just literally have to have a key to get out. Well, I mean, that is, honestly, that t- tends to be how you complete escape rooms is by having a key. 
I was hoping it was more like you pull a book and like a door opens or you or there's like a trap door. Well, again, you shouldn't really talk about this because right. now I'm just going to pull all the books that are in the room. There's just one book. <laughs> a completely inconspicuous book just sitting on a shelf. Um, so let's see. So what I'm thinking is we're all in the room and we'll work out who else is in the room in a minute, right? Mm-hmm. But we're all in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, there's 90 to 100,000 people outside the room mm-hmm. uh, with the immediate friends and family. I know you'd, you'd talked about wanting to keep it small, right? So yeah. we'll try to keep it intimate in the immediate vicinity of the actual ceremony, right? So is this in or outside of the room, these people? Outside, outside. outside so okay. I think the way it starts is you make an entrance uh, with... Uh, well, you make an entrance and then Adina makes her entrance... Uh, into Wembley Stadium. Uh, well, there's a very important question I have for you at this stage. Okay. Who has the more grand entrance? Um, I think what happens is you both enter at the same time, and we do one of those stadium things where wh- whichever person gets more applause wins. It's like an applauseometer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Perfect. And so I'm, I'm thinking like, I will help both of you in secret craft your entrances. Ah, and then we have to. To, and to then, entrance, and so, an entrance so yeah, and so you'll sort of meet in the middle, and the light and glamour of everything will meet around the escape room, right in the mm-hmm. middle of Wembley. No, that's good. And if fireworks, you could, I mean, it's whatever you want. Okay. Well, I mean, we could have, uh, you know, holograms of all your favorite actors, or you know, me and Marco in morph suits uh, coming Why along is next Marco to you. Back again. It just keeps springing in mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's really in the front of your mind today, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's always right there. Um, but he, I mean, I feel like he could do it. He could pull it off. I okay. feel like he has he has the correct body language. He has the capacity. Um, and so I think what we do is you have your dueling entrances. Mm-hmm. Because is this after like a all, jousting got... situation when you talk about it, or are the, we just the way I, the way I'm imagining it. Have you have you seen any of the Harry Potter films? Yeah, I've seen all of them. Right, so you know when Voldemort and Harry fire wand juice at each other, <laughs> and it sort of meets in the middle, and it's the two colours, and there's yeah. all the sort of like drama that, but entrances. Okay, I'm up for that. Do you, do you get it? Do you? I mean, do, doesn't that does that give you a pretty vivid idea? It's very colourful. It's very dramatic. There's lots of vivid. there's lots of cloaks. Oh. <laughs> How many clothes? Lots of there? dead British children. Perfect. I mean, this is, you really are painting the most beautiful picture. That would be an actually, that, so that where they film those uh, films would actually be a good backup location for this wedding. Because we could have mm. just about the same amount of people, um, but it would also be a very grand environment. And so we I'm could just really. Say, I don't mm-hmm. think they're real locations, man. Yeah, it is. It's York. Um, no, it's in York. It's the. It's a boarding school in Northern England. I can't right, remember the name of it. I think the, the it, whole I think it's Quidditch called... Stadium situation. Well, I'm uh, not talking about the stadium. I'm talking about the school. Uh, we're going to do it at Hogwarts, then, is what you're saying. Yeah, but we're going to yeah, completely. Yeah. We're going. We're basically going to get married at Hogwarts, but with no Harry Potter theme. That would be beautiful, right. wouldn't it? Right. Yeah, like, so <laughs> you, yeah, you get married at Hogwarts, having never seen Harry Potter. Right. Right. Because Adina hasn't, so, you know, she won't know what's going on. Really? Yeah, really. Well, I mean, that's what I'm here for. Education, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, has anyone ever done a wedding where everyone was moving the whole time? What, like a kind of revolving restaurant type deal? No. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I was thinking more that like it. You know, like it, have you ever seen you? You definitely have because you've seen Roger Moore films. But um, you know, in one of them, uh, what a, a funeral in New Orleans looks like. Oh right, yeah, okay. With like the yeah. marching band and the moving, and like it's yeah. sort of like a big sort of event. And so, like, there's some weddings that happen like that where there'll be like a procession down a street, right? Yeah. But has the ceremony and all the programming ever happened whilst everyone is is walking and or moving? Well, I mean, I I haven't done extensive wedding studies, um, but in wedding right, let, the wedding one hundred and one class that I attended, they did not. Let's, uh, let, let's not put the let's put the revolving wedding story on the table with the Queen and Marlon Brando. Okay, and, is the table moving um, now? Is that what that means? The table's just spinning. I, th- I think there's just an area that's spinning, and, and I right. think I don't think Marlon is the type that would appreciate spinning. Mm. Um, and so I think he's he's looking at it gruffly, mm. and and the queen is busy with stately matters. Yeah, she she has no time for this, and she's versatile. She can be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. All right. So backing up back to the escape room. So what I'm thinking is, you guys enter dueling entrances. There's an escape room in the middle, mm-hmm. um, and you guys come and we do like the initial sort of ceremony and we need to work out who oh the, and me as the queen yep you in as meth- the queen. in me in method sort of as the queen yep um where i start the ceremony right there with our sort of intimate crowd but you know all the all the twitter followers are just in awe around the stadium still because all the fireworks are still sort of coming down and you know whatever else you guys have done um and we start doing this very intimate sort of ceremony down there. And then we enter the escape room for the actual sort of like marriage moment. Yep. Um, and only if you're able to, you know, exit, does anyone find out if you actually did it or not. Right. So there's a level and a layer of intrigue. So it's, yeah. So it's kind of like Indiana Jones three when at the mm-hmm. end, he has to go into the room while all the Nazis hang out in the main room. And yeah. he goes in to work out which one is the Holy Grail and emerges, which means he must have managed it because otherwise he'd be dead. Do mm. you see what I mean? Yeah. So if we emerge from the room, it means that we successfully became married. And if we don't, then we're dead. Right. And there'll be a series of trials in the room. So you're going back to Harry Potter again, aren't you? Am I? The, there's a goblet of fire. Series. Oh, of I did. I did. I did watch that with my nieces yeah. this weekend, so that might be why it's on I my think, mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that will make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? The fact that we're yeah. having dueling entrances, we're talking about Hogwarts, and now there are trials to complete. Considering you saw the movie like four days ago. I mean, I'm also just thinking about our country of origin. Yeah, and I'm just trying to be and the trials that we go through as young children. Yeah. 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 Dragons. Most people aren't aware of the fact that the Hunger Games was based upon just general life in the United Kingdom. <laughs> I had dozens of friends killed. Yeah, so it's, it's a tough time for us all, really. Yeah, yeah. The Queen is officiating. We're back mm-hmm. on the table. Yep. Queen's officiating. Marlon Brando's your godfather. Who yep. else needs to be there? So you need groomsmen. Yeah. The cast of Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it in one. I uh, uh-huh. I was I was gonna suggest Never we didn't have to show. deal with it yet, but we'd put everyone in. <laughs> we'd put everyone in morph suits. Yeah, and and then we could just project whoever you decide upon. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Oh, that's good. I'm thinking so you, of groups, right? Right, right. So how many people is that? Four. How many are in? The, four? Is it five? There's four turtles, right? Leonardo, Donatello, Leonardo, Donatello Raphael. And Splinter. But I guess you Splinter don't really was want a, a rat at the wedding. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm at the point where I've got four turtles, a, a monarch, and a, a mafioso boss. So I think, may, all, you may, know. Maybe Splinter could be one of the parents. I feel like Marlon Brando wouldn't appreciate a rat at the wedding, you know? No. The Godfather doesn't like rats. Right, so, so, all right, so there's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the cast of Entourage. No, I, the Entourage one is out the window because the, the, the Ninja Turtles have taken they've taken precedence over this. Right, are you decided on Turtles, or do you want to like think about some more? I mean, we can totally workshop some more, but I just think that the Ninja Turtles are currently, you know, they're, they're the cream of the crop. Okay. Right now, I um, mean, I'm also you know partial to Power Rangers, um, although ooh. there's five of those, right? Maybe are six. There? Well, you got like yellow, pink, blue, red, green, black, black, white. Yeah, but the white ranger came later, right? Like, not an original lineup. I mean, even the green ranger is not in the original lineup. But you know, they had to. That, that was like you know the green ranger, red ranger rivalry, and then we had the what was it, dragon zord or something? Was the green one? Maybe the maybe the white power ranger shows up as a surprise to rescue Adina from her kidnapping. Oh, I would dress as the white power ranger. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, so, twist. You're the white <laughs> power <twist>. ranger. <laughs> I don't know how happy she would be about me dressing in white, but like, <laughs> no, no, it'd be under whatever you're wearing, and and that's Ooh. a whole episode we're going to get to. Yeah, well, I mean, the clothes. I mean, honestly, I think that the the, the there will be an entire arc of what I'm going to wear. Yeah. <laughs> There have been some great suggestions, um, but I'm I'm really I'm I'm really down on the the idea of '90s television uh, theme for my groomsman. Yeah, one of the guys from Art Attack is there. Oh, New Buchanan. Um, this is an Art Attack. This is we've gone too British now, though, in our focus here. <laughs> you know, Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers they they're popular worldwide, but I don't think Art Attack broke outside of the. Well, at least we didn't UK. say Hero Turtles. That would have been very British. Yeah, what is that? What is that? That's well, the thing, right? In, we, they were the in, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles here, right? Because uh, in England, they didn't like... Uh, they thought that the word ninja sent bad messages to kids. And addition, in addition to that, they didn't like that uh, Michelangelo had the like stabby things, whatever those things are called, mm-hmm. the like trident things. Um, and, um, and so they had it renamed. And so in England, he just had a grappling hook. If you recall, <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, he had like a little shell that had a rope on the end. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think dumb. I think that's right. Oh no! I tell you, wait, maybe no. I'm I'm mixing up characters. Like one of them had like nunchucks, and one of them had like the trident things, which was Raphael, I think. And like they, one of them, they subbed out whatever he had for something much less aggressive. Oh my god. Um. So we could have them. They even changed the lyrics of the song according to Wikipedia. Yeah, do you not remember? So instead of Splinter taught them to be ninja teens, it was Splinter taught them to be fighting teens. <laughs> I have the song in my head now. Hero Tales. That's what I want to come down the aisle to. Um, Heroes in a half shell. So, question. Um, what language... Do you want your wedding to be conducted in? And I'll ask, uh, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll offer two reasons. I think the most important language is Love. there's three very important languages. Uh, 
German, Latin, and Romanian. Okay. I mean, we've we've really excluded me there to a point, but okay, we can, <laughs> we can work with this. Well, so what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is me as as me in method as the queen. Yep. I think that bit should be in Latin. Oh, right. I thought you were going to make some kind of joke about German there, but okay, you went in a different went in a different location. No, this the show isn't about educational history, Mike. It's about right. practical information for right now. Like your four hour desk. Yes. Um still going so, down, by the way. Right, right. I'm, I'm in the I'm in the floor below now. <laughs> just drilling just into li- the molten core of the earth. I'm just picturing you just lying down on the floor of your office. Um I'm back on the so, table. So I mean, I think, you know, one of the elements we're gonna need uh is skywriting. Um okay. and I think for the entrance, you know, one of the one of the more uh special ideas that was put out there. And we'll get into all the suggestions, but one of the better ideas was that you enter uh, Bond style uh, with a skydive with a British parachute. Um, that is a good one. That is a very good one. And, and I come and, in as so, tuxedo, which I rip off to reveal the white Power Ranger suit underneath. <laughs> <laughs> and then my groomsmen, the Power you know, Rangers, you know, all run in from different locations of the arena. You know what? One of the magical byproducts of wearing your white. <laughs> Ranger suit under your tuxedo is mm-hmm. is that you'd be wearing a leather tuxedo effectively. We don't need to. We, don't, we, we shouldn't touch on this right now. No, we can't. It's we too can't. early. It's too early. It's, it's like I've held off. I've been very good. I've held off on my segments, um, and I've held off on our surprise guests, and we're running out of time. Oh, that's a um, shame. We they're gonna have to just wait for the next episode. <laughs> um. So what I'm thinking though. Like apparently, there's there's a lot of Romanian um, considerations uh, that we have to make for breaking things. They like to break things at weddings. I didn't know that. Yeah, like my jaw or stuff, or what? Where are we going? No, no, no. Mostly, mostly, mostly champagne glasses okay. and things like that. Um, but you know, I think I think we're going to be in a safe environment if we're either at the Harry Potter School or Wembley. Um, I think both of them will allow for you to have an aerial entrance. Yeah, that's um, important. W- Wembley will be more conducive to the sky writing and we'll also be able to show subtitles and close-ups and action replays on the large screens. That's a really good that's a good selling point of Wembley is to have yeah. the big screens, especially considering the fact that the ceremony will be going on inside of a closed room. It might be good to get some like reaction shots of the inside of the escape room on the big screen. No, 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 we can't have anything on the inside like one when you're in there it's a mystery it's like when it's like when they went to the moon and and they were cut off for whatever it was 15 minutes that was when they were driving to the studio yeah (laughs) that was when they were in the moon escape room yeah um you know because and it was what yeah it's faked you know we have to have true suspense Mm -hmm. so what we'll show on the screen is um a countdown the countdown timer. Uh, we'll sh- mm. we'll show two we're going to show two countdown timers okay uh one is until you run out of oxygen in the escape room mm-hmm. uh two is uh until uh we just blow up the room well two will the elements room explode of danger whether we get out or not it depends on how raucous the party gets <laughs> that's a good point i guess we mm. will need the space right Romanians like breaking things, Mike. I mentioned that a few minutes ago. You did and mention I think, that. That's the th- key. key. I, yeah. I, think, I think blowing up an escape room would be... That would really satisfy the breaking things clause. Yeah, I mean, it breaks everything, right? What if Santa Claus married you? 
He's no, pretty not official. official enough. Not official enough. I've been really like a, a, as a side a side project that we're gonna we'll, we'll probably touch on. Um, I've been really thinking a lot about Halloween and uh, Halloween outfits that allow for people with beards. Or Halloween ideas. You're thinking really advanced for Halloween this year, aren't you? I mean... Uh, well, so... Um, yeah, I am, basically. <laughs> without digging into it. <laughs> Look, I just don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> but I, I don't want to spoil the surprise. <laughs> I've been thinking about Halloween. Um, but there's so much for us to touch on, right? There is. Like, so so we, we've sort of... We've got the basics now, right? So we haven't even touched on decor we haven't touched on like the people that are going to be there or involved we haven't touched on your what you're going to be wearing which is going to be like a four-part show okay yeah, i tell you what right so i feel like we're, we're we we've really done a lot of incredibly vivid Important. and strong work today so uh-huh. i'm gonna i know i know i really don't want to step on your toes because i know you've done so much work uh, uh-huh. for the for the format of the show i know that i have overstretched time today so we're gonna have to push our magical guest until maybe next time um but i would like to uh i would like to suggest um a format change for the end of the the show the end of the episode uh-huh. Uh-huh. in which uh-huh. we just we just do a quick recap to make sure that we've got everything set so don't worry mike in my segments that's actually already in there um it's a section it has a german name uh, called Wetter, um, which means weather in German. And I felt that weather was a very important thing for us, particularly because it's going to be an open-air wedding where we can discuss the broader concept of of the wedding and what we've covered this week, and okay. uh, we so can you, wrap everything up so right now. So you'd like to get wetter right now? Yeah, I want to get a little bit wetter with okay. Mike. All right, so let's get so the, the segment. The end of the show, <laughs> Wetter with Mike. Uh, yep. so, okay, so let's recap today then. So... The, We've uh, changed the, the date of your wedding. The, we are now getting married on uh, New Year's Eve, <laughs> year to be determined. Still, that's that's oh, the you part know what? That's still to you be know determined. what we completely ruined in all of this is that the whole point of getting married on New Year's Eve is that the party is before the ceremony. So we have to completely revise all of this in the next episode. Okay. Well, no, I think we're good. I think we're good. We're good. Like we just, we haven't spoken about the party yet, so let's just assume no. that all of the escape room stuff happens at the end, and the countdown well, right. timer but, but is midnight, I'm, right? Like that's I'm, what the yeah, countdown yeah. timer is too. So it's there'll good. be a party, and then at a certain point to be determined, which we can still get to, uh, we will enter the escape room, and we have until midnight to escape the room, right? And this, um, so this escape room is now taking place in either uh, Hogwarts or Wembley. And I guess really, depending on the date that we pick, depends on the venue that we end up ultimately going with. So you can go away and do the research that you need to do in between now and the next episode to nail down the final location. Uh, We have a selection of special guests. Um, We have Uh, uh, Marlon Brando uh playing the Godfather, Uh my Godfather, uh, we have the Power Rangers, um, the original lineup of the Power Rangers as my groomsman, and the Queen uh, will be. Well, you dressed as the Queen will be in a morph the, suit. In a morph suit, a Queen focused morph suit will be officiating the proceedings with ninety thousand people 
And you're uh, going to be the White Ranger. I'm going to be the White well. Ranger. I mean, we have 90,000 people, but it's going to be a very intimate actual ceremony very on intimate. the pitch at, at Wembley or in yep. probably the dining hall at Hogwarts. Which will be in a, a, an escape room. And again, we still have, well, again, I shouldn't know, but yeah, we haven't nailed down the particulars of the escape room yet. No, 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 no. Um, I feel like we're missing something. Okay. I can't remember. There were the, you're going to have a very elaborate entrance, potentially invoking themes of James Bond from the air. Yep. Um, du- dueling entrances. I think that's what we're missing. Du- dueling entrances. Um, and um, we haven't gotten back to it, but we're going to really have to assess which venue is more animal friendly because naturally we're going to need birds for internet and we're going to need panthers for security. Yeah, I feel and, like maybe ut- Hogwarts utilities. for that one, you know? Really? I I disagree. Interesting. Although Hogwarts is all about birds, but like seems to me that Wembley wide open area. Is yeah, that Hogwarts what you want they for use owls? they use they for, oh yeah, they use owls, don't they? I was about to say ravens crossing all crossing <laughs> Yeah, but like Hogwarts is very used to like all kinds of mythical beasts appearing. Well, but it's not like you're just ever sort of walking down the halls at Hogwarts and a panther mauls a child. Well, does that happen a lot at Wembley? Well, it could. I, I bet they've done like a. I bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Think outside the box. <laughs> outside the escape box. Um, all right, so we'll put Marlon, the Queen, Wembley, and New Year's Eve back on the table, back on the wedding table. Um, and next time around, we're going to get into the true programming of the show. I'm going to bring in. So, the, uh, recapping, but the intention is to have eight segments in every episode. And we're going to try and have a surprise guest in every episode. We haven't been able to get to our surprise guest today, for which I apologize, but but maybe the next time around. We did one segment today, though. That was good. We did Weta. So that's and good. We t- and we, 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 touched, we, we touched on Romanian traditions, too. Yeah, so there's two, two of the eight segments achieved and, today. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've, got, we've, 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 we've gotten into a few things. Um, what's uh, Romanian for goodbye? Pa. Pa. <laughs> <laughs> 